Welcome to Outbound, where we talk about strategies and tactics for people to do business development in professional services to build deeper relationships with their ideal customers. Today on the show, I have Max Trailer. Max, welcome to the show. We did it. We did the intro, Joseph. We're on our way. <laughs> we survived. Awesome. Well, Max, give me a 30,000 foot overview of who you are and, and what you're up to. Uh, I am the consultant's consultant and I productize consulting services for people who do services. I love it. Um, so yeah, we, when we're on the show, we're really focusing on people who don't necessarily do business development as their full-time job. Some, some of the people that were, that are listening will, but a lot of folks, this isn't their full-time thing. They've, they're doing consulting or they have a leadership role and business development is a portion of what they do or they manage a team of people who are doing full-time business development, but they didn't actually do that themselves. You know, that maybe they're uh, a partner or a senior leader in a consulting firm. Um, and so, you know, I think you're going to have some really great insights for them on, you know, uh, on how to build relationships and engage with people. So what is your secret sauce for building relationships with your ideal customers? Well, we, we will talk about no. So I wouldn't say it's secret sauce, uh, right? Because you've figured it out as a as a fellow podcaster. Um, but just first off, I think that we're out there to provide value. If we're not, we're in trouble. And you either provide value to people that pay you, or you're providing value to people that don't yet pay you. I think business development is a lot more of people's lives than they are willing to admit. But certainly for someone uh, like me, who is an independent consultant who feeds their kids because I find people that are willing to pay me, uh, business development is uh, life, even though I consider myself a, a consultant and um, I love helping people that do pay me. Uh, business development is a life or death situation for many of us, even if we don't uh, recognize it. Okay, lecture over, lecture aside, uh, let's talk about noble contributions. First of all, nobody cares about you. Nobody cares. Uh, what they might care about is your why, your purpose. And so I, I tell people a lot that I was given this from my father. He said, you know, Max, I, I, I want you to put your personal life first and build a business around your personal life. And so my why is to spread that uh, to, to other folks, get them to put their personal life first and build a business around their personal life. My noble contribution to the marketplace is my podcast, my books. I did a psychology study. I host free workshops. I do uh, group networking calls. And these, this free value is something that I can invite my uh, ideal clients to participate in. Would you like to be interviewed? Would you like to share your secrets? Um, a big part of that is, has been my podcast, Beers with Max. And as you have figured out, um, a lot of people are willing to speak with you if you have a noble contribution and you invite them to participate. So that's my not so secret sauce. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. It's sort of by accident, but there's actually been several people that I've had on the show who are approaching business development in basically the very similar way that you and you and I are doing it. And sometimes they might call it curating content or uh, my friend, James Car Carberry calls it, content-based networking. Um, but it's kind of this theme of creating, using um, 
either content curation or content creation as a way to start conversations with people and build those relationships. And you're, you're adding value to them. You're giving them a platform to share their ideas. It's not necessarily focused on you and what you're doing as much as giving them a platform to share their expertise. So it's really valuable because they pay publication, you know, CEOs of companies pay publications to be able to talk about the things they care about. And so you're giving them that free press, free PR. Um, but then at the same time, you're building a really valuable relationship with them and having a conversation that chances are you wouldn't have been able to get any other way. Uh, let's not underestimate uh, how valuable it is for people to feel that they have helped someone. That's the thing that I, I never really understood early on. I had no audience. I still have barely any audience, by the way. Like nobody knows Max Trailer. Uh, but early on, I literally had nobody. I was starting from from nothing. First podcast episode number one. I reach out to somebody that has been podcasting forever, multi-author, you know, uh, keynote speaker, and I say, "Hey, I'm just starting out. I have no audience, but I'm trying to help people put their personal life first and build a business around their personal life. If we make an impact on one person, I consider that a success. Are you willing to talk to me on a recorded show?" And they go, "Yeah, I'd love to help." Some people are just get a kick out of helping people. And uh, that's what I try to remind myself of when I'm putting my energy into these noble contributions. And sometimes it feels like no one's listening. Okay. So a noble contribution, we'll kind of get into the tactical side of the, what that looks like and how people could do it in a minute. But can you give me an example or tell me a story about when, uh, you know, creating a, a giving a noble contribution um, helped you to build relationships with an ideal customer? Yeah. So uh, when I started my own practice, I knew that I wanted to help people monetize their expertise. I, I started to use the word productize uh, their consulting services. So, um, you know, that was a gift for nine years. I've been able to maintain uh, focus on that thing. And so I started a show called Beers with Max because I, I like drinking beer with people and I like learning things. And my dad always told me to surround myself with brilliant people. So I started a networking call called Beers with Max. And uh, over the years, I found that uh, there was a 20% cold outreach to conversation ratio. Uh, meaning if I articulated what I wanted to accomplish, I did some, I did some real research as to who would want to contribute. I'd get 20% of the people that I reached out to uh, into a conversation with me. Three years later, still surviving as an independent consultant. I look back at where all of my business has come from. It came from beers with Max conversations. Hmm. It was either people that after an interview or after just a quick call would say, Max, th these are really articulate questions. I'm a big fan of what you're talking about. What do you do? Or they would say, I know somebody that's actually working on this right now. Let me make an introduction. So whether it was uh, collaboration opportunities, referral opportunities, direct clients, they all stemmed from inviting people to participate in this um, noble contribution. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting because the interview that, that's going to come out right before this one is with um, um, Matt Dixon, and he's the author of The Challenger Sale and The Jolt Effect, and then he's in the middle of working on uh, another project that was based on research of 1800 partners at professional services organizations. Um, and, and 
I've kind of been on a kick of his research because it's really interesting and it kind of ties into our conversation. So there's these different profiles. Go back and listen to that if you really want the full, uh, you know, the full breakdown of the different profiles. But basically, there's one out of these five profiles that business that people in professional services tend towards for business development, and 78% of people fall into four out of those five, and all four of those actually have a negative performance. So the harder you lean into these other, these four profiles, the lower your performance is going to be for business development. And out of all the partners they interviewed, there was this particular profile of a person that had, when you lean into that profile, that's the only one that actually had a positive, the only characteristics that had a positive impact on their performance. Um, so definitely check out the article. It's super interesting. The reason I'm bringing it up again on this show is because the one that does the best is called the activator. And they're basically somebody who's a super networker and they're building all of these different relationships. And you know they're the person that if you have an issue in your business, they're the person you go to and you go, hey, I don't know how to solve this. Do you know anybody that can do it? And then you know if they have something, they're gonna recommend something they do or some somebody from their firm that does you know whatever accounting um, or you know they have a network of lots of other people that they'll make those connections and make those intros. And then they're also extremely proactive. So they're not just waiting around for those relationships or connections to happen. And they're also not waiting around to make introductions. So, you know, one one example he gave was you see somebody change jobs, reach out to them. And instead of being like, hey, just wanted to see if you're ready to buy my services, you know, you reach out to them, you go, hey, I saw that you just got this new role in Hong Kong. Um, I actually have some colleagues that work in Hong Kong. I'd love to make an introduction. Um, if you'd be open to it, because they know the best restaurants in town, they're not originally from there, but they're always telling me about how awesome these particular restaurants are, you know, would that be helpful to you? And so it's not always even like making the business connection as much as just making connection. And it sounds like that's kind of been your, your experience. You're basically this conduit, networking different people together, collaborating, making intros, and then that ends up turning into business opportunities for you. Yeah, I, I think the concept is be helpful to people. Um, but we are human beings. And so if, if the way that you choose to be helpful to people is not sustainable, for me, that translates to isn't fun. If it takes a lot of energy and I'm not excited about it, then I'm not going to do it consistently. And if you're not developing new relationships and helping people consistently, you're going to struggle. So I think you need to find something that you're passionate about. Beers with Max, I, it doesn't matter how tired I am. I will wake up in the morning, see that I have like an interview and I get to learn something uh, and, and help somebody spread the word about some cool methodology that they have. I'm going to have energy for that. And that's why it's lasted nine years. Um, so I, I do think you need, A, you need to dedicate yourself to uh, helping people. Um, but you got to find your own way of doing it that you can get excited about. If you're in sales and using LinkedIn and you're not getting the traction you're looking for, you're going to love our Social Selling Accelerator. It's a four-week program where we work with you to create content that gets the attention of the right people and start conversations with your ideal customers on LinkedIn. Go to outboundshow.com for more information. Yeah, and I mean, one thing I want to make a connection on, because I know we've talked about it so far, but I want to make this really clear. This is about business development. And so... You know, when a lot of times when people are talking about podcasts or talking about content, it's more from the marketing background, which is kind of where I'm coming from. And it's more like, let's build brand and let's hope we get inbound and let's, you know, 
uh, build this long-term affinity and, and all of that. And there's an element of that to what we're talking about. And you do get value. And if you're doing this consistently, you probably will get some inbound coming from it. But I think you and I both agree on the fact that you're being proactive to find people and start conversations with them that you can help. And that hopefully a good portion of those people will pay you to help them. And, you know, you're, you're looking to be helpful. And part of being helpful is them paying you to let them, to let you help them solve serious problems that they have in their business or that they want to overcome in their, in their situation. Um, so it's not just being helpful purely altruistically, like that'd be awesome if we could do that. But at the same time, you got to pay the bills and people listening to the show, they need to be developing pipeline and be developing business. So uh, I'd love your your thoughts on that. Yeah, there's a, a, a concept that I pose in uh, my last book, Consultant's Survival Guide, uh, the yellow book, if anyone's on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, is it content that gets you conversations? Or is it content or is it conversations that get you content? Because I, I grew up a content marketer, right? I, I ran a content marketing agency. And if somebody came to me and said, Max, for every single piece of content that you create for a client, if they got one valuable conversation with an ideal client of theirs, would that be good enough for you? I'd go, absolutely. If, if every single piece of content that I created for a client turned into one valuable sales conversation for them, I'd, I'd be a millionaire. And that's what this, I guess, policy is of if I'm going to create a piece of content, it's going to be with somebody. It's going to be with somebody that's either in my target audience or influential over my target audience so that even if that content goes nowhere and impacts nobody, the process of creating it has led to a new relationship. And together we did something uh, that, um, that added value. We, we created something. We're creating something right now. We are working together. And that's what my dad always said. Just start working with people until they can't stand it anymore. And they will ask you how they can pay you. I love it. Um, I want to build one more thing on this and then we're going to get, you know, into the practical because I, I know you've got some good stuff to share on that. And um, I know that this episode isn't about me, but I happen to share a lot of what you're saying and I've seen similar success. So, you know, the relationships that you can develop by creating content with people can be absolutely incredible. So in my, in a previous job, previous company, it wasn't even a podcast. I was a content marketer. I was writing content. I, at the time it was an engineering company. I was having to create all of this content to educate engineers and I'm not an engineer. So it took a ton of, ton of time to research. And I did actually create very good articles that engineers were reading and getting value from vetted by other engineers, you know, agreeing that it passed, <laughs> passed the test, but it would take me so much time to research and, you know, and do all that. Then all of a sudden I thought, man, why don't I just reach out to people that know what they're talking about and interview them and ask them for their perspective. And so then I started reaching out to interview people. And there's this one guy I interviewed, Ravi, and he was awesome. He was super smart. He's actually probably the smartest guy I've ever talked to in my life. I learned a ton from talking to him, made great piece of content for our website. And then he goes, man, you've got to talk to my old boss, Paul. And Paul happened to be in a very strategic role at an ideal fit customer for us. So he makes the intro. I have this great conversation with Paul. He also adds tons of value, great, you know, great content. And I was doing these, this wasn't even a live show and it wasn't a podcast. So I was literally recording it, putting it up on the website as a video on the blog post, and then creating a blog post off of that content. So 
uh, then you know it rank and got a lot of extra juice for doing it that way. Uh, but then, yeah, exactly. So then, th two months ago, this was like a couple of years ago, four years ago, three years ago. Two months ago, Paul reaches out to me and he goes, "Hey, my daughter's about to graduate from school and marketing. Would you be open to chatting with her and and you know giving her some pointers?" And so then, you know, he sends her my way and we had a great conversation, gave her some pointers, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's helpful for her. But then, you know, he was basically using me to confirm a bunch of things he was telling her because uh, I said things and she's like, oh, that sounds like what my dad told me to do. Maybe I should take that more seriously. But anyway, the point of the whole story is just to say you can, the relationships that you can build from doing one interview with somebody can be incredible. And, you know, yes, you can get amazing business opportunity. And some of those go on to become amazing personal friends that you benefit them in their career or their kids, and they benefit you in your career. And it really can be amazing from one interview. Yeah, it's, it's almost like business development isn't business development. It's just creating relationships with people. Okay, so with that, <laughs> let's make it practical. So what what are some practical steps? Somebody's listening to this. They don't have a whole marketing department that's going to get behind them and build out a whole show and make it, you know, beautiful and schnazzy and, you know, all of that. What can they do to start making a noble contribution in um, getting people to engage in these conversations with them? Yeah. Uh, my grandfather always said, you have to write it down. His philosophy was, if you can read and write, you'll be successful. Uh, he was old. Like, if he was still alive, he'd be like 100, I think. Um, very wise man. What everyone can do uh, is start writing their book today. You don't need a podcast studio to write a book. All you need is an idea. And go start interviewing people to gather uh, opinions and insights for your book. That's the way I started. I wanted to write a book. It was going to be called Agency Survival Guide. It exists today. It took me eight years to write. <laughs> It was eight years of interviewing people, uh, of talking to them. It was before I had a podcast. It was before I was even recording it. Uh, I was I was literally handwriting notes. Like, what an idiot! Why wasn't I recording these things? Well, because I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have the cool microphone, and you know. Um, but uh, but I knew that one day I wanted to write a book, and I didn't care how long it took. And so nothing is holding you back, listeners. Nothing is holding you back from making the decision that I want to make a contribution to the marketplace give it a name and go start asking people questions. Those questions turn into relationships. Those relationships turn into new business. They turn into referrals. They turn into new insights. And maybe you come out with that book one day. I love it. Super practical. Yeah. I mean, and, and on the writing note, I think that's, that's helpful because there's a lot of people that aren't comfortable getting on video and no matter how many times I'm like, Man, when people see your face and they hear your voice ahead of time, they're going to feel so much more comfortable with you when they get on a call. So like if you could do video, do it. But if you want to skip the line, just create a podcast. But I can already feel your listeners going, I can't create a podcast. I don't have the microphone. I don't have the lighting. I don't have listeners. Great. So I'm going to skip all that and tell you that for years I was getting conversations with people with zero audience, no, uh, no recorded content. It was just it was just the idea. And nothing is holding you back from committing to an idea. All I had was an idea for a book. And it's your, it's your articulation of that and your commitment to that that can get you conversations. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I love that. That's super practical because you can write it 
You don't have to get crazy. You don't have to get on video. You don't have to do any of that. Anybody who's in business development can do that. And I mean, I would even say, you know, you could take it a step back if you're like, well, I don't have enough of an idea for a book. I don't know what that grand idea is to make it an article about something that's going on in your industry. Just reach out to people and say, hey, I'm writing an article on this area that you have expertise in. I'd love your contribution to it because I saw you, you wrote up about this or you talked at this event and I think you'd have valuable input. And yeah. welcome. Welcome to journalism. <laughs> Every journalist on planet Earth is reaching out to uh, powerful uh, people that are in charges uh, that are in charge of budgets so that they can write an article that's two paragraphs uh, long in their magazine that's nobody heard about uh, that nobody's uh, heard about. And what you'll find is that you know if you once you start talking to people, you go, "Why aren't I recording this?" And they'll ask you, "Why aren't you recording this?" And and, and then all of a sudden you'll have these recordings, and you'll go, "Why aren't I putting these on the internet?" Uh, and, and, and you'll put a video on the internet and someone will say, I love your podcast. And, and you're like, that's not even a podcast. And then you'll realize it doesn't matter what you call it. All you're doing is, is like sharing information with the world. That's a noble contribution. That's collaboration that creates relationships and you need relationships if you're going to survive. Well, with that, Max, how can people learn more about you and what you're up to? Yeah. Uh, Max Trailer, T R A Y L O R, on LinkedIn. Go to LinkedIn. Find me. Very easy to find me. Very very nice picture of me. Uh, I talk about concepts. I interview people. Uh, I host uh, I host live workshops. I host uh, group uh, group interviews. All sorts of things. You know, get your fix. Love it. Well, thanks again, Max, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it, and looking forward to having more conversations with you in the future. I had a blast, Joseph. Joseph.